Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Good morning, Charlie Pierce. Don't good morning me, lady. <laughs> you know we, you're my number one. Are we having our own? Yeah, right. Okay. I saw the preview trailer for the new movie, Bob and Kimberly and Jody and Amanda. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. We're having our first lover spat. We are. Lover spat. Oh, Hell, jealous. I've been cuckolded on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how Jerry Falwell felt. <laughs> I wasn't invited into the I bed either. I don't want to know how Jerry Falwell feels. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Charlie. Um, how's, how's everybody doing? Yeah, it was great. It was, it was like it was like Sunday night football last night on C-SPAN. Yeah, so <laughs> many so many debates. Holy crap! Yeah, they needed they needed Carrie Underwood to do the you know the big warm up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> share your feelings about the moderators in general though you said how do these moderator people get walker get away with saying that he opposes government health care that everyone should have the health care that senator warnock has you said these these moderators in georgia are just not good at their jobs i mean no yeah. plus one of them's name one of them was named buck and i'm sorry even in georgia you don't have somebody named buck moderating a debate you have a guy named buck announcing a high school football game and on Wisconsin, although I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, one guy I did like, and I don't know his name, but he looked, you know, he he just looked like a like an elder. Is the guy who moderated the Utah Senate debate because he really went let oh. Evan McMullen go to town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On January sixth. Oh yeah, no, he and I, and I and I thought that was like very necessary. Yeah. Uh, in Wisconsin, you said Ron Shreds of Freedom Johnson was doing okay in his debate with. Uh, uh, Mandela the other, tonight until he explained how the FBI conspired to make him look like a Russian asset after he went to Moscow for reasons he's never explained and everybody laughed. Um, <laughs> I mean, and then he, but and this was taking place, by the way, at my alma mater in the in the re- renovated theater building where people once took the history survey class as freshmen. Uh, but you know, and and then he blamed it on left wing students at my college. Right, right, idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, you were just at uh, least Scott Walker had the good sense to like drop out of my college. Yeah. Just By saying. the way, you uh, pointed out some uh, new Iowa poll: Chuck Grassley forty six percent, the Democrat Mike Franken at forty three percent, someone else four percent, not sure three percent, margin of error three point nine percent, and you just said hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, I wonder what percentage of the Iowa voters think that are telling poll pollsters that who think they're voting for Al Franken. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I would if I was Mike Franken, I would let that go. You know, yeah, hey, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Let me tell you about my days on Saturday Night Live. Uh, you know, I'm you, sure Mike Franken is as boring as every other politician you, from Iowa. But <laughs> you, in general, wrote a piece: America has a long history of fumbling its democracy. Um, you say I shouldn't be dreading election day the way I am, uh, but you are. You said I've been dreading it for an entirely new reason—a reason I thought we left behind with Tammany Hall in the North and with the Klan in the South. Um, I'm dreading the actual act of voting all over the country. And you talked about the Reuters piece about the network of election deniers and trained rat efforts to put it uh, nicely yeah they're holding seminars on how yeah. to disrupt uh how to disrupt you know polling places so the nice volunteer ladies you know can have miserable times yeah i mean what a, what, what a collection of lizard people these are yeah. i mean this, this is just awful yeah no i was talking about that i've already voted my ballot came in the mail you I wrote put it by, did you wrote by mail Mm-hmm. I voted by mail, put it in my mailbox, put the flag up. I already got a thing saying my vote's been received and counted. I, I just, it makes your me. Votes in me- your yeah. vote's in Mexico, don't <laughs> No, it's in Italy. But it makes me crazy. <laughs> no, no, know. it's in China, but there it started in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> I, it just makes me crazy that we, that they don't have that everywhere, that they that we have to see these long lines already. Yeah, we have it here this time. We have it here this time. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do it because I'm like Chris. I like the, the idea of going to the elementary school yep. and. Yep. You know, checking off my ballot and, and talking to the cast of Cocoon. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and talking. Uh, very, yes. Talking to the folks who've been doing this yeah. since McKinley Bryan. <laughs> yes. You you could take them Starbucks gift card, Stephanie, like yeah. you do for true. the flight attendants, and they'd be over caffeinated. The votes would never get. Counted. Yeah, but aren't, right. you, aren't, aren't you bribing them? I mean, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You can't bribe the poll workers like you can flight attendants. <laughs> what? Okay. You um, can't fly to Texas? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Um, You know, Charlie, as the... You're not uh, that I'm complaining, but... I just made uh, Hal Sparks the historian of the Stephanie Miller Show yesterday, but I'm revoking that and giving it to you now. Um, oh, we can share. We can share the title. Okay, and you know we can we can like I, teach each other each other's classes and you know, I fight did, over. Time. I did not know these historical fun facts. You uh, said uh, chicanery, even violent chicanery at polling places has a long history in American politics. For a long time, it was all, often fueled by alcohol provided to the citizens on their way to vote. That's right. 
Uh, in fact, as uh, an author, uh, author Daniel Okrent reports in his fine history of prohibition, it goes back to elections held even before the U.S. was the U.S. When 24-year-old George, George Washington first ran for a seat in the Virginia House of Burgesses, he attributed his defeat to his failure to provide enough alcohol for the voters. <laughs> When he tried again two years later, Washington floated into office partly on the 144 gallons of rum, punch, and hard cider and beer his election agent handed out. In, 1970, in 1777, excuse me, James Madison, a future president uh, and principal author of the Constitution, lost an election because he refused to ply voters with booze. Yeah. According to a historian, this was called swilling the planters with gumbo. <laughs> Uh, in New York, and, bars and, doubled and as polling phrase, places. That <laughs> and, phrase has now entered my lexicon, by the way. <laughs> and also, I didn't know the famous Hatfield-McCoy feud in Kentucky was exacerbated by a murder of a Hatfield by a McCoy in a drunken election day brawl. I did not know any yep. of that. It was like drunk history. Thank yeah. you, Charlie. When I went to college <laughs> in Arizona, um, they, they did not allow alcohol sales on election day until the time that the polls closed. That changed in 1989, but they had that in place because a lot of saloons in the Old West were polling places yes that was that's something else i mentioned i think in that piece mm -hmm. that uh yeah they, they they did it in new york too that but that was purely so tammany could like right. rig things yeah I, yes. I think in arizona in the arizona territory mm -hmm. and subsequently the state of arizona they probably needed them because right. the, the saloon was probably the biggest you know the biggest room that some towns have room in town yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yep Travis. Uh, uh, Charlie, uh, listener Nan had a little fun fact for you. Uh, that buck that they were talking about at the debate moderator in Georgia? Yes. He yeah. actually is a sports anchor and sports reporter. Mm. Okay. Well, see, I was right, but okay. I was wrong. So he's covering a debate now because Herschel Walker's. Because Herschel Walker. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that true? Did they put him on there? I, I'm just running? spitballing here. <laughs> um, okay. I guess I need nostalgia music now because also as the official historian of the Stephanie Miller show, you sometimes unearth uncomfortable facts about... The 1964 election. <laughs> when you were, how old, Stephanie? She wasn't born yet. Not born yet, obviously, Chris. You had no effect on that election. In 1964. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, the little Stephanie Miller doll that they use in all those Life magazine photos, very lifelike. Isn't it? Uh, you quote, in 1964, the RNC hamstrung with an extremist presidential candidate in Barry Goldwater. <laughs> don't, you don't need to tell me. My dad started every speech with what Barry meant to say was. <laughs> and facing Lyndon Johnson, who was running as political heir to a popular president whose murder the country was still collectively grieving, devised something called Operation Eagle Eye. The program uh, called for an organized effort to challenge Hispanic voters all over Goldwater's home state of Arizona. One of the volunteers was an ambitious young lawyer named William Rehnquist, oh, who would later mm. be the chief justice. So many That's where he, he began his career yep. in, in Republican legal circles as a, as, as a, a rat humper, pretty much. <laughs> a little time so much history okay I, this has been an awkward family morning all right let's <laughs> yes it has <laughs> um i just uh i love I keep it. waiting for your sisters to call in again yes <laughs> me too okay um that yeah. was that may have been my favorite stephanie miller show moment of all time that's going to the smithsonian the, the radio hall of fame there it, it is. really is when you when you, you like like apply to be in the radio hall of fame again just it's got to be that. on the tape. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It's a new... First, then your, instead of then WTF your Don, it's... Then your sisters will get in, and you won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you uh, wrote another piece. Donald Trump answered the committee subpoena with 14 pages of brain leak leakage. Um, yeah, even I did not have the wind power to get through the 14-page response. Mm. 
Um, you said that ought to be enough to convince anyone having him testify on television in front of the select committee would be a futile exercise, um, and not just because he would not be unable to resist a Capitol Hill uh, record for obvious perjury. Uh, yeah, he's I don't he's going to make noises like he's going to, and then he's not going to. Right, right. No, I agree. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you're seeing the little Trumps do that now, you know, too, in the in the debates last night. You know, and Mike Lee denying that he was, you know, suggesting to Mark Meadows that. You know, the president listened to Sidney Powell and John Eastman. Dude, we saw the emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in Congress, they were up on a big screen. Yeah. And, you know, J.D. Vance saying that, you know, Alex Jones was uh, more credible than Rachel Maddow. Oh, nice. uh, you know, and then saying, well, I didn't say that. And dude, this is videotape. I mean, these people really think it's, you know, 1777. We're all drunk on George Washington's booze. It's <laughs> <laughs> video and, 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 you know, uh, you know, recording device now. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And by the way, you I wrote something I loved about the moderators. You said that one of them asked uh, in the, um, what, uh, the what you call it, Wisconsin one, mm-hmm. but you said, he said, ask them to say something nice about each other. You said the, a question that drives me up the wall. Yeah. Oh my God, I know, I hate these stupid, oh, yeah, cute debate questions. Um, so uh, Ron Johnson said, Lieutenant Governor Barnes has loving parents, a school teacher, a father that works a third shift. He has a good upbringing. What puzzles me uh, about that, with that upbringing, why does he turn against America? Uh, and then there was booing, as you said. <laughs> and you said the uh, transcript from my living room reads, Jesus, what a... Um, <laughs> yes, he could not resist being a D even mm-hmm. when asked he, to I say think, something nice. I mean, that was astoni- that was astonishing to me. I mean, he could have cut it off at, you know... His father worked third shift, you yeah. know, and said, you know, hey, that's good stuff. Yeah. I yeah. mean, God, I mean, oh, I almost did it. You I know, almost did it. Mom, I almost did it. It was almost crank up the Enola Gay time. <laughs> uh, no, uh, he, uh, I've completely lost my train. Oh, no, 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 hang on. It was yeah. a good one. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, did I tell you about my, did I tell you about my sister's lawsuit? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Charlie, you said well, uh, Ron Johnson right now. Oh, I'm, running, I'm running. Oh, yeah. Mandela Barnes was a fireman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there how you could go. do a slam dunk as that? You know, we, we, you know, I respect, you know, you know, my opponent's, you know, public service as a fireman. Yeah. I mean, um, if you were not, if you're not a colossal D. Richard. Yeah. Ted, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> you know, that's an easy one. If you're not a satchel of Richards. Yes. That's right. Okay. Um. <laughs> And, but you just said uh, Johnson has a single-digit lead. You said it'd be interesting to see if this uh, his uncompromising stand of the debate as a conspiracy nut and a colossal D will budge the needle. Um, so. 
that looks like it could be competitive, though, right? I mean, it's yeah. yeah but, you know, but people I know, I know, you know, a few people in Wisconsin. Barnes is, is has been bludgeoned by these this eleven billion eleven zillion dollar ad blitz about yeah. crime. You know, that's yeah. been going on all over the country. We're getting Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire is running against a screwball and she's getting beaten up with yeah. it as though, you know, New Hampshire is the crime capital of the, of, of the world. Yeah. Money. And, and a lot of the ads are it's, a lot of the ads yeah. make uh, make the Willie Horton ad look like a, a, a public service announcement for the NAACP. Yeah. Uh, they're this really, du- really douchebag that's running for mayor here is, Ugh. you know, an avalanche of, you know, ad, uh, negative ads against Karen Bass, who is, by the way, terrific Bass. We've had her on mm-hmm. many times. Yes. Um, okay, Charlie, just before Halloween. I didn't know you guys were electing a mayor, really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a bigger deal. That's a fairly big city, as I recall. Yes. Yeah, it's, well, our, yes. Guys, it's, a, it's a very contentious uh, it's campaign. It's very contentious. Yes. And our former guy's been kind of absentee because he's an ambassador now. No, he's he hasn't been approved to be ambassador. But he's not doing his job here either. No. Um, Charlie, before Halloween, I just had to ask about you said Disney Plus is now running the original Guy Williams Zorro series. You can see why, A, I was Zorro for 11 straight Halloweens, ah. and B, ended up as a fencer. That is a fascinating fun fact about little Charlie Pierce. So 11 years in a row you went as Zorro? So yeah. Did your mom I mean, and, and, bother and, and asking then, what you wanted to do? Then I had a three-year break, and then I went out uh, as a freshman in college as Zorro. Ah. And, <laughs> and, and trick-or-treated the campus library. And the campus movie theater, the one I mentioned earlier, and uh, they had they threw jujubes at us. It was terrible. They were like five of us. But uh, yes, I I was very big on the Guy Williams Zorro. Uh, oh. My uh, brother was Zorro one year. I have no idea if that has anything to do with the earlier call. But anyway, let's. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. How did you know? Because you were a zygote at that. Point. Right. I was not born yet. All right, Charlie. Say goodbye to your lover. We must go. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm I'm still healing here. But All right. goodbye, later, Charlie. Joe. Bye, Jody. Oh, goodbye, traitorous whore. And I'd like, to, I'd like to say, I'd like to say goodbye to Stephanie's sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, Charlie.